Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And welcome back to another episode of Pissed Off Records. Stay joined by your host Richard, and we're here to talk about none other than absolutely, absolutely chaotic Russian Grand Prix. And today we've got a almost a full house, but close enough. And we're joined by four cast members, and we're going to start off with you, Mahad. Mahad, how are you? I'm all good. Um, I'm recovering from um, that race. For once in our lives, we've seen a good race in Sochi. So. Uh, we can't we can't say we've been starved this season in Formula One for entertainment, but yeah, I'm all good, brother. How are you doing, Richard? Yeah, I'm not too bad, bro. I'm not too bad. As you said, yeah, it's, you know, when shot Sochi's thrown for a good race, then you know, you can definitely tell about having a good season for sure. Nam, how are you today, brother? I'm good, man. I just saw the uh, the greatest of all time do a hundred hundred wins, so I've been I've been been blessed to witness history today, so. I can't complain, but there's some other matters that we've, we're going to address in the podcast that needs to really be uh, dissected and yeah, taken to court. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, we'll, we'll get to that, brother. We'll get yeah, to that. You don't miss a step round. <laughs> JL, <laughs> how are you today, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for, um, <laughs> for, what, for what's, what's to come. Um, I see you smiling. I know what. <laughs> I'm not too bad, bro. I'm not too bad. You know, a bit of a mixed day in some regards. You know, obviously the girl got the win and other people got um, shit results. Well, don't worry, we'll get into that. Mart, last but not least, how are you today, bro? Oh, it's a good day, man. It's a good day. The ops got caught lacking at Emirates. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good day. Like, you love it when the ops get caught lacking, don't you? <laughs> I'm loving it, bro. I look, I'm out here repping for my boy. Got Jeez. his heritage with the dirty flag. I don't care, but I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. 100 wins. Cool. All about diversity on Pets of Fracker, as you can say. So, anyways, 
the start of the proceedings. No, 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 then qualifying. As you know, uh, funny enough, none of us seen qualifying before we only caught the highlights because I'm absolutely useless around here, don't we? But, you know, we've seen an absolute, <laughs> you know, barnstorm of qualifying. You know, Norris got the first pole of his career. You know, Sainz got an impressive P2 and also Russell got P3, but Lewis on P4. So I'm going to start off with you, Mart. You know, what's your assessment of qualifying and the performances from the top four, actually? The top four? So well, want, the top you four, want, do you... You want well, the honest you finished. Do you want the honest truth? Yeah. You want the honest truth? Yeah, of course. Of I course, I'm going to open the bacon that's fan. A bit, certain people's acts was a bit too gazy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, but, you know what? He, he made the right call and he made the right decision, so you can't blame him for that. Who are you, talking about? Who, who are you um, referring to, brother? Yeah, who are you talking about? The one, Who's last week? Who are you talking about, brother? Who are you talking about? <laughs> the one of the GR63. But, you know, he did, he, he did well. Um, he, uh, as I said, he made the right call, he made the right decisions, and that's what that Formula One's about sometimes. It's not always about well, it is always about the quickest lap, but it is also about making the right decisions, as we clearly saw today, that sometimes we can make the wrong decisions and it uh, end up really badly for a driver. But George Russell yesterday in qualifying made the best decisions for the car and um, he managed to put it on P3 and great job from him. Well done to him. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Um, Nam, what's your take on uh, yesterday's qualifying? I think yesterday. Okay, so yesterday's qualifying was. Um, it really put perspective as to who has good driving brain, like their mindset is, is thinking about their conditions, thinking about the car underneath them, what they have, and how they can use that to the best of their ability. Um, Lando Norris did that yesterday. Um, Carlos Sainz. Did that yesterday, and one Mark says is Fugazi did that exceptionally because he had a Williams, which to me is like I've said, I've said previously before, it's not the fastest car on the grid, it's probably the slowest or the second slowest. It's not the slowest, Nam. It's not the slowest, second slowest. It's not the second slowest, it's not as slow. Even Max said it, he came out and said it. Listen, everyone, I was going to listen to Max now. Oh, yes, he's, oh, <laughs> he's second in the uh, championship, isn't he? I'll listen to him. He's got seven yeah. years of experience. Like, it's not as slow as everyone says it is. It's like... Okay, Mark, hold on one sec. Just to, just to tap in real quick. I've seen a graph that said, uh, on average, uh, Williams are marginally, just marginally, the ninth quickest team on the grid. So, you know, take that. Well, over one, over one lap place, so... Take that uh, as, as you will. So I get, I get that. I mean, like, but obviously, as I said before, I said you've got like if you're only comparing him to Latifi, you can't really who judge. Who, who the hell cares about Latifi? Doesn't matter. the Williams. So if you can't compare him, he's got another, the benchmark. The man's got. A, man's got. A, listen, he's doing well in the Williams. He's doing well. The Williams is obviously getting good one lap place. That that must be more designed. As well, because not, not they're the consistently Williams. doing that. Williams. It's George Russell. When, when it's Williams, Williams because it's consistent. If it's consistent, if it was once or twice, yeah, I, I, you can't understand it's George Russell. 
but this is consistently always getting into Q3. This is based on design. They're okay, trying right, to get the right. best one right, out right, of this. Let me, out of the car. let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, where did Latifi qualify? As I said, you, so now you want to compare to Latifi now. So now you want oh, to. No, he, he changed his engine, but so he didn't I need see, to do. He didn't really need to. And, that, and that's true. He he did but where did he qualify? Even because he changed his, he changed his, he changed engine. engine in Q. He changed his engine. He didn't engine need to. He didn't need so to push. He, he didn't need he didn't to need push. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So, all right. Second question: In the last fifteen races, how many times has Latifi out um, qualified? Um, Russell. No point. It's, it's zero. It's zero. But as I said, you can't you can't compare Russell because he's not with a competent driver. How many? How many? How many people? Let me ask you a question. Do you believe the TV should be on the grid? Because I will find I will find footage. My criteria for someone to be on the grid here is a a racer that has either won a junior title or has been runner up. So take that you take that how you want. But that's how Maldonado ended up in FP um, F1 as well. I used to yeah, want Maldonado back then. Maldonado initially deserved his seat. Yeah, he so was. I, I don't know what happened transpired well. afterwards, but yeah. in yeah. hindsight, I wouldn't say he deserved his seat. How do we get Russell? I don't know. What, Maldonado won a race. <laughs> Let's not forget this. Yo, this anyway. is a mess. Okay, this <laughs> is a big mess. I don't know how Maldonado. The point I'm trying to make here is. Let's let's even look at this like at work here. If you have a job like someone else and you're underperforming in your job and someone's overperforming in your job, that's all I can compare you to, right? You still got the same equipment that you both have to work with. All I'm doing is comparing, right? So if if that car, like what Richard said, is the ninth quickest car, and I'm seeing George Russell get to Q3. He's, he's obviously exceeding his car. Maybe Latifi's underperforming in his car. Who knows? But the data and the graphic shows that it's he's he's exceeding it. Fam, today, yeah, Latifi finished what? Like 17th, 16th? And Russell finished in the points. He so retired. 19th. Yeah. Well, yeah. So That's about 19th. So yeah. look, uh, to me, you, you have to give some kind of praise. On Russell's qualifying performances, no, it, it, it is it is good, it is really good. But as I said, if it's if it's so consistent, you can't just say it's just solely him. You have to give the team credit, which I don't feel people actually want to give the team credit because they say it's a Williams, it's a slow car, and he's like he's just doing the best. There is ways of you can design your car to get the best one lap pace, so you know. But the, it, the reason why the reason why at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you look at it's like it comes down to money. If you're not going to get money on the Sunday and they're able to put their car in the limelight on the Saturday, yeah, you, you're not getting as much views, but you're still putting your car in that limelight. George Russell's consistently getting that car in the limelight. So, so they will get more sponsorship money from that. Are you are you saying that Williams are systematically only allowing Russell, considering I'm that saying, has more money, as, as long more money... I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this systematically. Are you saying that the Williams team is consistently putting one car, yeah, with better performance... Than the other Williams car. No, I'm saying only one driver can get that performance out of that car. This is this is nasty. Let me just step in. Yeah, it's not. It's not. This that is nasty. nasty. I, I, I'm not taking so, away from the boy's skill. He I'm has no right to even put a Williams on P3. 
No for him right. to even put it on people. No, well, no if the, right. If the next, no if the next right. fastest time was in intermediates, of course he has every right. To he, ha- do he has it. no, 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 no. He has no right. And yeah. I, and I, I'm listen. He's clearly outperforming his car. He's clearly too good for that car, and he's showing his talents. And the way to show your talents, especially if you've got a car that's got no race pace whatsoever, is through qualifying and that one lap pace. And he's showing. Look, he's really about this. So I know you really want to like kind of get your jabs in. As you're a Lewis Hamilton fan, you're just trying to like protect yourself before what happens next year and so on. You don't need to do that because Lewis is the goal. He's got 100 wins. Don't panic. Are you saying that George Russell is going to beat Lewis next year? Because that's what it kind of sounds like you're saying. All I'm saying is he'll be better than Bottas. That's all I've got to say. Oh, there's That's no doubt I'm about saying. that. We don't. I have. I don't have a positive or negative spin on Russell. I'm just neutral. I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah, but we'll what, what happens. I can't do is deny what I've seen in front of my eyes, and what's happening in front of my eyes is him putting a Williams, an absolute shit box, on P3. He's done it twice. He's out qualified to a Merc, two Mercs, and a Red Bull twice. twice. All right, Spa was amazing. Spa was amazing, and as as I said, that was amazing. You can't deny that. But this one. It's a bit more, there's a lot more factors that go into it, this P3 rather than just a straightforward P3. Is that fair to say? No. No. Anyway, it's still amazing. But anyway, I, I think we should talk about If there's other factors or not, this is still an amazing lot, to be fair. Okay, yeah. Mars, for you, just to just really quick. What does George need to do in order to impress you? Because with you're saying with that spa lap, oh, yeah, that impressed you before, and you wasn't saying that before, no, you said it was for Gazi, like a couple weeks ago. All of a sudden, you change your mind. No, so no. you're probably going to do the same thing in like two, three weeks anyway with this lot. No, I so said what does George need to do? Can't you to say it's not like... for Gazy? No, no, but you did say that a few weeks ago, though. I did. You said Labo was for Gazy. The footage hasn't changed since then. No, 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 Mark. The footage hasn't changed since, since then. So what is it now that makes you say, hmm, that was hard? From before mm. and when you see that laugh, you said no, that was that was for Gazi. Mm. Yes, because you probably mm. so you're probably gonna do the same thing again with this lap as well, mm. even though George mm. made the right decision to come mm. on to Inters and then do mm. what he needed to do in order to mm. qualify third, which is regardless, mm. amazing. Oh, regardless of, like I'm just look, I'm just putting the facts on the table. Like it's the night if there's the night fastest car with Alpha Marjorie. I remember no, it's the night fastest car. Well, you still no, said what you said. You, know. you still said you. what you said. <laughs> it was even on the pod you, on the group chat. I can't remember. But you said Labo. Nah, that's for Gazy, though. That's for Gazy. About the spoiler, you did, and you can't cap on that. And now you're but, saying, oh, this, this, um, this, this Russia lab is for Gazy as well. But why is it though? Why is he not? Tell what are you saying? George Carr is illegal. Are you saying, no, I, oh, they're fucking over the TV? Like, what? What is it? Because I this agenda's not adding up. The math ain't mathing. At least in mm. Manama has agenda against the clerk. The math is mathing mm. in some ways. Mm. The math ain't mathing too much with this wasn't mm. agenda. I can't lie to you. Mm. Even if you got a beef with it, you can't. You know what I mean? I explain I'm just, my reasoning. Boy. Okay, explain, explain it. Explain it clear as day right now on the pod. As I said, so the next fastest time. As I said, the next fastest time was on intermediates. That's all. Done. That's it. That's that's what I'm saying. I said he made the right decision. Well done to him. But the next fastest time was on intermediates. Okay, we'll leave us there. We'll leave us there. Okay. Until next time, next few weeks you change your mind again. But anyways, moving on. Anyways, let's talk about Lewis's. <laughs> anyways, let's talk about Lewis's um, errors in um, 
qualifying. Um, and practice as well for some reason. Mars, I'm gonna come to you again on this because you was, you're now starting to count um, practice hours as part of um, a questionable season. Can you break that down for us, please? Because as far as I'm aware, no one got hurt. Yeah, but just because no one got hurt doesn't mean someone couldn't have got hurt. <laughs> no, what I said was that he's been doing a lot of uncharacteristic things this season and it's been showing um, things like break magic in... Yes, it might be free practice, but that is still quite dangerous, when, especially when you're driving an F1 car and you, you know how fast these cars can go in a matter of seconds. So to be doing something like that isn't it's not normal for Lewis. That's what I'm saying. It's not normal. So he's doing uncharacteristic things. And I'm just highlighting all the uncharacteristic things that have happened this season. Whereas in past seasons he hasn't actually done that before. So it wasn't like Okay, oh, just for me, okay, I'm hard but yeah. I am also hard on Lewis because I want him to do well. I believe because I, he is the GOAT. He's proven that he's the GOAT. But when you're doing these things, especially when there's so much people questioning you about the pressure getting to you, it does. It, you're, you're looking kind of funny. You're looking kind of funny if you're doing these little break magics. This is the second time this season. I've never seen him do it before, ever. But this is the second time in one season I've seen him do it. Okay, just to come to your point, yeah. You said, okay, in practice, Lewis hit the magic again. You know, might have hit some mechanic a little bit, whatever, whatever could. When Geo spawned and almost took out Leclerc in practice, you wasn't saying on then, was you? Is that not dangerous? At least more dangerous yeah, than what yeah, but, uh, Lewis is doing? Yeah, but... No, between, but you didn't say on. He did it. There's a difference between Lewis and Geo. Like, I have fun with Geo. Like, I don't... Really hold, uh, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> They're both Formula 1 drivers. They're both in the top 20 of the best drivers in the world. Yeah. There's no excuse if you're in a Mercedes, an Alpha, a Williams, a Haas, whatever. There's no excuse yeah. for it. You've got to be consistent across the board. When Gio done it and Leclerc was just behind, and luckily Leclerc was a, not that much of a bozo, we can avoid it. <laughs> you could have took out Leclerc, but you didn't say nothing then, did you? But yeah, when but also, and your point about George as well, when you're saying about George is doing Fugazi qualies, when Gio's doing Fugazi qualies, you're there shaking Nash. No, 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 no. This is very dangerous. You're there shaking Nash over Zambos and whatever that other place was, Monza, but he got seventh in a row, but was ended up going on backwards. Okay, one of the times he had a problem, but I don't give a shit. The other time, I'm as far as away, he didn't have a problem, but you didn't say not then when he was still going backwards. But yeah, he's meant to be what a generational talent. So fat Gio. Who's that? What do you mean, who's that? G- oh. Giovanazzi? You know who what? it is. It's Penny Stocks. You're the fan, CEO oh, no, of the no, fan no, club? No, no, no. It's a Penny Stocks. No, hold on, it's, hold on. It's, 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 it's for the people. It's not for me. It's for who? Who? It's for the who is Giovanazzi? What are you talking about? What people? Forget about it. Do you know what? I think I think you've been quite melodramatic about Lewis's errors that he's yeah. been making. I think you are. It, 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 him... Um, accidentally hitting that guy in the pit, in practice. Who cares about practice? The guy's alive. We don't need to be too dramatic about it. It's all good. You know what I mean? That uh, that's a that's a that's a situation that really didn't have any consequence. The guy is okay. There we go. Um, the problems that happened in qualifying yesterday, as well, um, in terms of him hitting the wall. Yes, that's a mistake. But guess what? He's the benchmark to himself. 
we he he is he's only chasing himself. He's cha- he's trying to beat 2020 version of him. He has no peers or competitors within this sport either. Yes, Max is Max is doing what he's doing, but he's in an inferior car. So he doesn't he's just trying his best to do what he's doing. Of course, with the brake magic and the little errors in there, he's human. Of course that's gonna happen. I think people are being over dramatic and nitpicking a person that's a seven-time world champion. That's one hundred races. We don't need to uh, he doesn't need to always achieve the standard set by himself. All he's doing is beefing himself in the mirror. That's what we're dealing with at the moment. So I think we're just taking it a bit too like harsh. I know you're doing up stern dad mode with Lewis because he's not doing what he's exactly been doing for I'm the not, last. I'm not, yeah, I'm not since, like, since I'm not, the I'm not a non believer like other castmen, uh, other castmen. <clears> yeah, we'll get into that later. But I'm just saying there's, there's things that are happening and it's happened more and it's been more occurrent this season. That's all I'm highlighting. I'm not... He, he's, not got the, he's not got the vehicle behind him and he's not got the team behind him. Yeah. They're the ones that are... It's a knockdown oh, yeah. effect. It's not, yeah, it's not a case where him. Lewis is messing him. up and, it's, and the team are on to him. The team are messing up in terms of um, having the correct car for him and doing the correct strategy for him. And it's uh, and it's having a knock on effect onto him. But guess what? He's still he leading in the championship in an inferior car. That's all he that matters. Doesn't, he doesn't always help himself because if this was a different track and he hit the wall in in qualifying, it could be a different story now. So, but that yeah, but if some buts, that don't happen. That's not reality. It's if some buts, it is if some buts. We're nitpicking. We have to just appreciate excellence when he's in front of us, and just appreciate it. And just see how it goes from there. Nitpicking and saying, okay, I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan, but still nitpicking every single little thing that he's doing, Errors because you're not used to seeing it. Guess what? That's going to happen. It's, it's called competition. And get, and he's still on top at the moment. So I don't think even, not just you, just other people that are just out there listening as well. I don't think people should really be worried about Lewis Hamilton at the moment. I, say he's, I still say he's getting number eight this year, so... It's it's fine. Mm, interesting. Hmm, interesting indeed. Conley, great for you to join us back from a one oak in Canada. How are you today, bro? Very well, thank you. Came with a with the purple do rag. I see you, my G. I see you, fam. Yeah, on brown. I love it. I love it. Purple and black all day, B. Of course, of course. Conley, I'm gonna come to you on this. Um, Lewis is ever's. Is it that deep or is there something to it? Uh, nothing, to be fair. I feel I feel like people are just, again, mad said it. It's nitpicking. So I tell people, not everyday black excellence. Some days black mediocrity, you know, you don't have to be great all the time. Just because you're a black man, <laughs> you don't have to be great all the time. Some days, you know, it's not everyday, it's not everyday black excellence. Let the uh, just... can I, before you continue, can I just caveat that people who are listening to the pod, just at this moment, go and watch the pod and you realise that Kunle is a black man, so you don't go and come and kill him. Because that was what... <laughs> None of us are catfishing <laughs> right now. We're not blackfishing right now. <laughs> yeah. He is a black man. Though, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. I feel like... I feel like... Has he made mistakes? More than he probably does? Maybe. But have those mistakes being mistakes that are like, you know what, you're not allowed to make these mistakes. No. It's not gone crashing into people unprovoked, you know. It's not. Maybe, okay, the one that happened in practice, 
thank God it, it wasn't more dangerous than it was. But thank God no one got hurt. But he's not he's not taking out his teammate in the pit lane. You know, he's not he's not missing buttons on the steering and taking out his teammate on the track. You know, he's not crashing into people on the road misjudging the corner. He's just making little mistakes that a human being is allowed to make, you know. And I feel like he should be allowed to make those mistakes. And it's just highlighted because it's Lewis. And I'm sure if every driver is looked at, um, if you watch the onboard of every driver driving, you would see all of them making mistakes probably more more than often. And people are a bit... It's I feel it's just unfair in a way. Like this man has won four championships and a bounce. Let him, you know, let him have. And the funny thing is, even with all these mistakes, he's still leading the championship, and he's still winning races, and he's just won his hundredth race. You know, no one in this no one in this sport has what he has. He, he's got double double. You know, I mean. Sorry, he's got triple doubles because 100 plus poles, 100 plus wins. And people are talking about mistakes in practice. Flipping practice, you know. But yeah. It's blown up. It's, it's just. It's it's, I, feel, I feel like it's blown up. I mean, should it be talked about? Maybe. But should it be talked about the way it's being talked about right now? Like the end of the world, like, oh, this mistakes is costing him the championship as it is. I don't think so. Personal opinion again. I just want to highlight I'm not one of those people. I just just say he's doing uncharacteristic things. Just so before you lot come after me again. I mean that's um, go, go after him. Go after him. Don't don't um, worry, the streets will bag you. Don't worry. Anyways, moving on to where the race starts, you know. I'm gonna come to you on this Mahat. The McLaren boys, you know, looks like uh, Norris and Danny Rick got up to good race starts. Make it down for us. Um, so, first of all, I just want to say Norris put an absolutely lightning lap in for quality and stuck it on pole. His first ever pole in his career. First of many, hopefully. And I think we showed that we had a lot of pace um, the whole weekend. And I really thought, okay, this is a good opportunity to get some good positions for both um, Ricardo and Norris. Um, on the start, uh, Norris got away well, but... Um, just on the first corner, signs pipped him a little bit, but we we're still in a position where um, the race win was still there. So, and it looked like Russell still maintained his position of third, and then we saw a DRS train that he kept on holding up. So it allowed Norris and Signs to uh, pull away and have their little battles on, so on. Um, Ricardo had a really good start. Uh, he's had quite good starts, especially in Monza as well. He had a good start as well. And um, it looks like we're in a position where we've actually got clearly the third fastest car now. And um, I think Daniel Ricciardo and Lando Norris um, are taking advantage of that. Um, we'll speak about what transpired later with Norris. But I think in terms of the start, it was the perfect start to have us in the positions that we needed to to get some really high positions and possible podiums. And um, I think the first 50 laps, I don't think Norris put a foot wrong. Um, but we'll speak about what happened later. Uh, yeah, don't, the heart, don't worry. The we'll, get yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Don't worry. 
quality. Um, JL looks like the Robbie boys got off to a good start as well. Talk no, to us through um, signs of the Clayton. No, they did. Um, signs, I thought, might pit um, the rest of the start just purely because I thought Norris might be a bit nervous, and he did. More to do with just the slipstream. Um, I think he led for about, what, five, six laps? Um, I was never confident he'll, he'll, he'll stay ahead because, as Matt said, McLaren are comfortably the third fastest team, third fastest car on the track. Um, the clear thing went from 19th to about like 11th or something by like the first second corner. It was, yeah, it was like 12. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. So. yeah, no idea how. And then, um, ironically, funny enough, almost Max going, going past the clear helped him because he literally just stuck on, on Max's tail and just literally caught through the grid with him up to, up to the end, which we'll get to. Um, but also, it was a good competitive. Uh, start and I think they probably knew all right with Norris first the Ricardo was what fourth I think from the start so they knew they had to put in a strong performance and unfortunately Ferrari Ferrari um bad decisions just not just not a car that's competitive but it was it was a at the start it was a very good um competitive start from them and it was encouraging yeah, I, I can't lie to you. I see, I seen um, the player start on Twitter. He was absolutely nuts. I can't lie to you. It was really, really good. I had to give it to him, to be fair. But um, that's all the pages that we're going to get off me for this season. So, um, yeah. Anyways, now sorry, talk to sorry, me before, about... Before, um, you go, before you go, I've got a question for JL. Okay. What, where, is, where is the future of Ferrari? Like, where do you think you guys are heading driver-wise? Is, do you see Leclerc, you know, is it long-term or do you think... Science might be the face of the team next year. No, I think I think Science has had a very the last five six races. He's been solid, just absolutely solid, and probably it's, it's ironic. He's performed better than Leclerc, but it's only what four five points ahead of Leclerc in championship. So long term, Leclerc is still the face of. Um, Ferrari. He's, I mean, you know, considering this is the first first season with the car, you know, he doesn't know the car that much. He's just learning the car. No, no, no. Put this way, put this way. As a partnership, it's probably up there with probably now Danny Rick and Ricardo as, as two drivers who are solid, competent, that you know, as long as nothing happens, batting orders, we'll stick it on, we'll stick it and get, and get points. So it's good that he has a partner that's doing well. Um, the clear's mishaps are more his fault than anybody else's. So once he kind of deals with those, you have two competitive races in hopefully a competitive car. So I think science has probably bought himself an additional year because I believe it was a two, three year deal. So they definitely now have number one, which is, which is Charles, and a very competitive number two. It's just now can they um, do, do, do McLaren and put a car for those two drivers to be competitive next year. Leclerc has out-qualified science. So, follow-up follow to that. I said Leclerc has out-qualified science this season. Yeah. Right, fair yeah. enough. So, follow-up to that, you know, would you say science has had, like, the higher highs this year than, than, no, no, no. than the lows? Like, you know, his lows have not even been as bad as Leclerc's lows, and his highs have been better than Leclerc's highs. Would you Would you sort of admit? I know, we, I know, I know what you're going to do. No, I'm not trying to... I'm, 
I mean, it does have more podiums than uh, that little no, no, no. Moldowski as, as, as I've said, as I've said, yeah, for all, all of this, all the highs that um, Sachs has had, for all of the good stuff and consistency, he is only literally four or five points out of the clear. So, for the clear, he's had DNFs, not even starting races, he's been touching distance. So, take that as you will. That one driver who's, you're right, new to the team, been consistent for at least five, six races, is still only marginally ahead of the number one driver. So take it as, take, take it, as it is. No, fair enough. We'll see. Yeah, sorry, Richard, you can go on. No worries, bro. Just doing God's work. I like it. I like it. Um, now, <laughs> tell me about uh, George Russell's start, the way he managed to hang on to P3. As a certain cast member, I think who's in here, said that he would have got dunked on into turn one, and he didn't. So, uh, is that maybe the Williams car, or is that talent from a driver? I don't know. I'm just a host. I mean, um, Russia is a slipstream. Um, it's a slipstream track in it, so so you always get your your um, DRS tunnels and. And nothing really essentially happens. So I think for George, he placed his car well, knew the capabilities of what he this, that car can do, put it behind. I can't remember what he put it behind. Um, Stroll. Stroll. Yeah. He didn't put it behind Stroll. Yeah. Stroll's behind him, isn't Stroll's it? Behind Stroll behind him. Stroll's behind him. Yeah, behind Stroll, him. Stroll, because Stroll's a terrible driver. It was, well. was behind him, Sainz, I think. No, could we, we we really need to talk about Lance Stroll because how does he not overtake yeah, a Williams? I was I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that. <laughs> I'm sorry, like don't worry, we'll, we'll get onto that little terrorist. Don't worry, he's a legit terrorist. Russell did well um, at the start. He he did what he could. Like like we've like I've always um, um, said about a Williams car. The Williams car is not good enough to be in that position. So the, for the fact that he continued to stay. Third, fourth, for for quite a bit, and at the start, to me, is is commendable. It's part of his driving. He at least he knows where to position his car, unlike some other some other Finnish terrorists who doesn't know how to position their car around the track. So at least Russell knew what he was doing around the track and continued to maintain his position. So yeah, he did well. But come back to me on the uh, the the Finnish terrorist, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Sorry, we'll, we'll get onto that. That's that's fine. Now to, to talk about bad race starts and Lewis's terrible starts. We'll come to you, um, Conley. What do you think about Lewis's um, abysmal starts and why he keeps doing this um, all season? All right, I don't think today was a bad start per se. It was more of where the, where he put his car. And where other drivers decided to go to. So, you know, the race started and he was looking to go to the right and go for the right. But unfortunately for him, Danny Rick came in there and blocked out that right while Alonso. I thought it was Lando. He was coming down the right to go. Yeah, it was um, coming up. So yeah, it was coming down the right. Signs, signs um, went around Lando. Lando, yeah, had to move Lando over and blocked yeah. off Lewis. So Lewis had to end up breaking and exactly. So he had to break, and he let Danny Rick and um, what's this old man's face called, Fernando Alonso, sort of go on the left. That there was. Let's speak of Fernando Alonso. What he did. 
He, he didn't go. On, he wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident. What this man did <laughs> on the formation lap, the guy practiced <laughs> going wide. Yeah. And then when the race happened, he went full send, went off the track, and then joined the track without giving any of the position. Back. Did and nobody, that? nobody said anything. No one said anything. Like, speed, I, yeah. I thought, I thought about it. Like at the time, no one said anything. Not even the commentators. Like I, I think Karun Chandok said, "Oh, we've just seen Alonso go off the track." On the formation lap, and yeah. he's, he's practicing doing that for the race. And guess what he did in the race? It was rough. So I, I had, I had, um, because I was listening to um, F4 TV, and then I listened to BBC's BBC Radio 5's commentary before the race, and they were saying, "What is Alonso doing? He looks like he's he's testing the whole track with the runoffs in the formation lap." So yeah, you're right, man. Like he fully knew. Okay, so that is my line. That's where I am going, and so we'll see what happens after that. Seriously. You know what? I will say, I mean, though. I mean, it makes sense, it's smart. right? It's smart, because he knew to first lap, do it a bit more relaxed on certain things. So you thought, okay, as you said, it's, it's turn one's going to be chaos. Why should I get involved? I might get clipped. Let me just go around. And then if anyone asks me, why did you go around and get back? Well, there's no space. There's no space. I was trying to avoid an accident. If I had one day, I would have hit someone. He but did yeah, it bait, so, though. He, you're not supposed to do it sneaky. He did it bait, man. Yeah. He was taking a TV out of Tesco in broad daylight. He, did, he just didn't care. He was just like, I'm going full send wide. <laughs> the best space there, he said, nah, I'm going full send. <laughs> but you have to respect the shamelessness, man. Yeah, so Alonso did that. And then he, mean, he meant Lewis was... Lewis had gone from fourth or third. Was it fourth? He had gone from fourth to seventh. Seventh, yeah. So he had to like first he had to get past Alonso, which was very critical. If not, it would have been another hungry over and over again. He had to get past Alonso and then he was stuck behind Danny Rick, who was stuck behind Stroll, who was stuck behind Russell. And I don't understand how Stroll couldn't go past Russell. It wasn't even close. He had DRS. Stroll created a DRS train by not getting past um Russell. Russell. And that exactly. is what kind of holds up everyone. And I think, in a way, what Stroll did kind of helped Lewis more, more than well, I don't think getting it, past, I think. Because... I don't, I'm not sure it did, though. I think it I did. Like, like, holding him up and then Stroll going to pit early and stuff, because Stroll can't manage his tyres. So once Stroll pitted early, everyone else started thinking, oh, we need to start pitting early. So I think Ricardo then went in and then Russell and Russell went in, and they're all coming back. Lewis then had that clean air just to um, to go um, create time, and then I don't even I can't even remember. It was just so chaotic, chaotic. Yeah. All coming so out. I feel I feel like if I feel like if Lewis had cleared that train earlier, and he had clean air, I don't think he would have panicked pit like the rest of them did, because stroke panic as usual, like he always does. Because daddy is not there to feed him right through the mouth. You know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, he, fuck, he flipping panic. And I don't know, where was... It wasn't Brad. Brad wasn't on radio today. Hey, they took Brad off him. They got beat. Yeah, right? He told his dad, yeah, get I'm Brad off my... He's not my well, race they, person they anymore. Took Brad, they took Brad away, yeah? Brad's gone. No, apparently... apparently um, no, no, no. Brad was... Um, 
Yeah, Brad was doing something else, but he was still there at the racetrack. But apparently he's getting a promotion, so that's it's not apparently he's getting a promotion, so mm, he wasn't there. He was still there to like I'm help sure out, he, but not. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. he's not in a Russian so. gulag. Mm, sure probably, he's maybe, Russian maybe he's been maybe he's doing twenty-four hour bangle. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. So, Stroh's, Stroh's. Guys, we are not getting invited to no F1 things after this. No no media uh media cards, nothing. We're not getting it. Just, we just forget it. Right, no. let's let's keep it a box. Stroll is a terrorist. Stroll is a terrorist because why are you behind the second worst car on the grid in the same not engine? Not, not according to Mars, but yeah, comes. I mean, I, I feel like that Williams car is not the second worst, like you know. Uh, you know, Mads, I'm on you with that, but you know, I feel like the avatar is worse. Well, yeah, I've been public, in, I've been public enough with that, so it's not today, it's not about that. But Straw was behind that guy for way too long, he messed up his tires, and then he crashed his teammate. That, that was that, that was that's, twice, as that's, well. much, twice. that's much, that's much yeah. later. We, you know, at the early part, you know, he, he was, I don't know, I don't know what his brain was telling him. Like, it's the same way he panicked in Turkey last year. Like, you know, I need new tires. Get me on slicks. Get me on wets. He just drives like he's got a BMW on the M-Way. That's what he drives like. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And then when Stroll pits, the race opens up for everyone else. Because initially, everyone was saying, like, I remember on on um, on TV, the rest that and um, what's his name? Crofty were like, they think I mean I mean Lewis should pit to cover off those guys pitting, but then even though their tires went off initially, it came back to them. You know they rubbed down again, and they were able to stay pacey, and yeah, we ended up where we ended up. But yeah, stroll, nah, that man's a terrorist. Yeah, most definitely. I do have one thing to say. That do you think? Like in terms of when it comes to the bad starts, like Red Bull last year, they are, they're notorious for their bad starts. Um, it's when they were like on pole, and they said they seem to fix that this year by doing something that enables Max to get off the line quicker. Do you think that it's kind of like just caught everyone by surprise that everyone thinks okay, Lewis is having bad starts, but really Max is just getting off the line quicker than usual. I think there's something wrong with the car. It's the second phase, man. It's the second phase. You see, off the line, they might be level off the line, but there's something that just kicks in that red ball that just goes... Yeah. Cheerio! And it just goes off. No, I think there's something wrong with the Mercedes in terms of... I don't think this is... I can't character... I can't... That car looks like it's the car. I can't even lie. It looks like it's. It looks like it's just last year's car. I don't think they've actually developed it that much. There's been minimal development on the car from last. And let's year. not let's not forget. I feel like Mercedes were having slow. They were not having the great starts last year either. And you know, there's been times where like they've not started well, but just because they were like one second at least one second faster than everyone else, they were able to like recover. And make up for that bad start, but this year they can't follow cars. It's yeah, I don't want to speak on Mercedes. Let's just let's just keep it as it is. Yeah, that's that's not. Um, 
Anyways, moving on to Nam's favorite driver, none other than the Finnish Charles himself, Valtteri Bottas. So Nam, what did you think of uh, Bottas's performance today? And you know, did you think Mercedes' decision to change the ending in order to hold up Max, which only lasted six laps, so basically for a waste of time? Do you think that was all worth in the end? Hmm. This guy, yeah. So. Let's talk about the engine first, the engine change. I I said in the chat, I thought it was a genius move because it's it wasn't necessary. I didn't think it's necessarily to hold up Max. I think it was to see the performance of that engine and whether to probably risk it for Lewis um, in future races, um, which I think they're not gonna do. They're gonna try and hold it out unless the engine completely has to go. They'll probably hold it out and try and keep that until the end. Or unless Max blows up his engine somehow, then they'll probably say, okay, we could take a loss on this one as well. Um but boss man, Jesus Christ. This guy is you know. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but you know when you go to work, yeah, and you have this colleague that you potentially might think is racist, <laughs> but he doesn't, he, like, he doesn't outwork, he doesn't outwork me. But it's the little things. It's like the micro oh, your, the your microaggressions that yeah. he does. And you think, wow, like, what's going on? And then let's say you or he now goes to a different place, like he gets moved or he gets a promotion or something. And then all the uh, all the things that you were saying or microaggressions come out to fruition. Like, oh, he says something racist. He says something to a colleague. Da 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 da. Or he just he just changes his tone. That is Bottas right there. I don't get why you thought it was okay to just go. Oh, Max is coming. Let me move out the way. Let me not attack a corner. Let me not. Um, let me not actually drive and actually be a racing driver let me just let him go past and wave as you go sorry now sorry now to cut you for even for the rest of to even say why did Bottas not defend there then you know there's a problem for Paul Duresta of all people to say how is Bottas not Bottas has seen this man come from behind why is he not trying to why is he not even trying to cover that corner from far, you know yeah, why? Because yeah. you know why? Like I said, when you, when you yourself have the microaggressions of a racist, you do things in the you the things come things start to ooze off you. Yeah, so this is just one of them. This is this is a person who can't stand the fact. And as much as people say, oh, they were they were teammates. I think they actually do like each other. They probably have respect. The way Bottas and his microaggressions while he drives here makes me know that he doesn't like Lewis Hamilton. He doesn't like the fact that Lewis Hamilton is a seven-time world champion. And he believes that Max Verstappen should win this championship to justify his, 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 his thing. He, he's me, man. I would have gone that far, but he, Bottas has... Showing sure, that he doesn't. No, no, he but doesn't. it's microaggressions. It's it's not outwardly things. I, I race, not 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 defending, not defending because he was you. He, he drove from he drove and four other drivers, but he didn't he didn't do that with Max. Last last uh, race in Monza, 
when the thing came up on the big screen and he said, oh, I, I don't know what, I don't have anything to say. The reason why he doesn't have anything to say is because <laughs> to him, it was like, oh, so Max is in the wrong here. If I say something, um, it would justify, it, it, like, I can't, I, I can't put myself, come to give myself some terms or come, I can't allow myself to say that Lewis is, is in the right or Lewis has been hurt in this situation. I'm done with Bottas. Bottas no. Today, yeah, I hope Toto went to find that contract and called Bottas into his office and just lit him on fire. That's what I hope. I hope that happened there and said, pack your bags, you're off to Williams, you can chill over there and Russell is coming here and we'll see what happens because I'm, I'm done. I'm done with his behaviour I'm done with the way he drives. At the beginning of the at the beginning of the season, I said he was a dangerous driver, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by that by saying he's dangerous because his mindset is dangerous. Yeah, he might not be a dangerous driver. In the <laughs> you remember, I, I will never forget. I will never forget when he admitted that he gave Verstappen the toe so he can get yeah. third, so he can win the Sochi. Like, you know what? I thought I thought Kimi Raikkonen's last season of Ferrari was the worst. Like phoning in, but this. This is worse because they because at least here he has a competitive car. And but he's yeah, just he's like the fool that he is. For the yeah, a it's, it's, it's so funny yeah. though because like he went from was it what did he say at the start of the season that he's a different type of animal this season and he's coming to fight for the title, and then like the other day he was like, oh yeah, I'll do anything to help Hamilton in, in the title race. It's just. But he's he capping. Whatever he says is the new guy. It's capping. It's like the person that's on a diet that never loses weight. He's capping. It's, it's nothing never changes. Mads, 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 remember, remember that time when you tweeted when you said not gonna lie, yeah, yeah. That's the same thing. With I, 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 I yeah. personally think um, Bottas isn't capable to do the things that you're asking him to do in terms of like holding up. Max, I don't think. He, listen, he had Bottas had DRS open and got no, no, dunked on by Max. Yeah. But this is my point, Mahad, yeah. He is capable of doing it because he's done it before. This is what's the annoying thing. He Where's ain't won a race in 365 days. Yeah, no, that, but that's fine. But he has previously in the past been a driver who I used to, I used to say he's like Chelsea. He won't win it, but he will prevent someone, he'll prevent someone from winning it. So, like, and Chelsea is not like Chelsea. I want to apologize to Chelsea. No, 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 no. That's a bit. Nah, nah. That's a bit. That's not a slight. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's not a slight on Chelsea. What I'm saying is Chelsea, Chelsea historically, if they're not going to win the league, they will affect the person who will win the league. You have to go through Chelsea to win the league. Like, that's that's how it is in recent Premier League history. We've bought us before. If you were going to win a race, you had to get past Bottas in order to win those races, or he will affect the race somehow before. Now, he's just bending over and allowing people that he wants to get past him. He's, yes, he's yeah. previously... You're right. He, he proved he can do it. He's proved he can do it because he did it at Monza. He literally did it at Monza. He got past all the people he needed to do, and he blocked off whoever he needed to block off. So he knows, you know, he can do it. He has the skill level to do it. He's just not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but us to Aguero. So next year, like Kimmy, we talk, don't talk about him no more. He's just, he's just another person on the grid that you, oh, he's there. 
he's done. He's he's he's, he's pointless. He's an like, enigma. Yeah, it's not. He did one. get P five though, didn't he? Yeah, he did get P five. P five. Because I don't know where. I don't know what happened during that thing. I think. Well, it was. I think it was one of the first. It was one of the first guys to get on intermediates. Yeah, yeah. because those yeah, things come in, didn't it? So they. Like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, probably it was no. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, I'm done with him. Okay, I am done with Bottas. I need him removed from F1. He should be first removed, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll 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 get the rest of the people that need to get removed off F1. <laughs> Monster got in the car. You know. He's already Jesus got a new contract. Gosh. He's 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 all good. He's no, all no, no. Like I think Alpha Tari, I think no, Alpha Tari, I think um, Alpha, Alpha needs Robert. to think about what they're gonna do for they their need to renew Nazi. Yeah, they need to really think about that. And oh my god, yeah, that. Chio had we live. We live, baby. We but, live. Nah, but but yeah, the whole racial microaggression thing is a bit of yeah, I don't know about them. This the thing is not our very own Dr. Uma. I don't know about them ones. From the man from the man that brought you does he even know comes racial <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's my thing, yeah. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Science, telltale signs. You watch. Uh, you watch what happens as I keep saying, yeah. It's like he will do something. But now you and know, then, for all of this, for all of this, for all of the bottom's criticism, he's in P3. Comfy still. It, what P3 where? In in, in, in the champions, championship. championship sure. Comfy. Comfy. I thought Lando was. He's at 20 points nah. clear, sir. So he should have been. Clear. 20 no, points clear no. of Perez or something. Oh, yeah. He would have. If Lando finished first, second, or yeah. Mm. So yeah. just saying, you know. I mean, he drives a right. so I expect that stuff, yeah. But still, what you watch, uh, you know what? Let's find every. I'm going to try and find every microaggression. And I'm going to put it in the Twitter feed, yeah. And you're going to see it. And you're going to be like, oh, okay. So he doesn't and, know. And the, the funny thing is that you actually will do this. I, I know. You know. You know I will. That's yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. You know that's the funny thing. You actually will as well. That's that's so, funny. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So we You know I'm done. But also, also, yeah. like, let's not forget. I think Max took Max took a new engine as well, and and some extra upgrades. So that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting Max to be at the back of that grid for long. Either. Yeah, don't worry, we'll, we'll get onto that. Don't worry, we'll get onto that. Anyways, um, another than a uh, spot I'm got on gang, Mahad. Talk to me about um, Max Verstappen's performance today. Um, I think he did well, especially at the start. Um, he managed to obviously, when you have the fastest car on the grid, you're expected to slice through the grid like Bossa and, and did what he did what he needed to do in terms of, um, Getting through the early, getting through the, you know, the people that he's supposed to get past and get into near the top ten. Um, he then got stuck in that DRS train um, that Alonso started um, for some reasons. Alonso was just holding a lot of people back from, I think, maybe um, eighth position, ninth position, or so on, and had everybody behind him. So it was Max, Leclerc, Vettel, and so on. And we saw that little battle there. Um, he managed to overtake Leclerc. And Vettel, uh, the way he took over Leclerc was a bit. Yeah, Leclerc was trying to overtake Vettel. Uh, Max Maniac put his nose somewhere that he shouldn't need to be, 
uh, that kind of like pushed Leclerc wide and um, he managed to get himself uh, through that and um, him and Leclerc just went through the grid quite easy. Um, this is the problem. When it got to uh, Alonso, that's when I felt like his tyre management wasn't good. Uh, he was trying to push. He was through. I saw him and he was stuck in his DRS training and he kept on sticking in fast slaps and I'm thinking, why are you putting in fast slaps on a DRS train? You need to kind of like save your tyres and probably go long. Um, but he pitted the second he saw Ma- uh, Lewis pit, he pitted as well. Um, put on um, some mediums and um, was complaining about graining more and something was wrong with his car. He, he, he complains quite a lot on the radio, um, but he managed to put himself in a position where he was still in the top 10. And um, when all the chaos happened, when the rain happened towards the end, he was one of the early ones to say, um, yeah, I'm seeing people sliding off. This is uh, undrivable. Put me on intermediates. And at that time, he w- he was on mediums that were quite worn and the track was very wet. And he managed to maintain a not slide off just for that lap on that in lap and uh, managed to do a really quick pick stop and managed to get out there and snatch P2 out of nowhere because of the chaos that happened uh, on, the, on the front. So... Yeah, he locked out, but he managed to make the best of the situation. He had a grid penalty for um, the new engine and new parts and had a grid penalty from uh, what happened in Monza. And he still didn't take it out. He still got P2. So uh, in terms of Red Bull, I think they would be happy uh, in terms of the drivers' championship. And um, he managed to salvage his situation going from P20 to P2. So I can't really have any criticism or anything like that because he did what... He was supposed to do. So, boy, yeah, absolute bum, man. He's absolute. How did you let him finish P two and you were ahead of him? And the oh, this guy yeah, because Max Verstappen's so a better driver than Bottas. At some point in the race, no, what's a piece of dinner at some point? Don't forget. I don't know. That, I don't care, man. That is just, uh, it's it's, it's, it's fool's gold if you're a Mercedes fan and you believe that uh, Bottas is going to stop Max Verstappen. It's just, it's just shouldn't. He's not. He's not going to stop him, but he should be so, doing something to prevent it, that. It, it, but in in that type of situation where what happened that towards the end and it was pure chaos and he managed to get a podium out of it, I think any person I bet on Max getting a podium is probably loaded right now before the game. Before the, uh, before the um, race. So uh, he managed to make a bad situation good. And I think that might be crucial for whatever happens later on down in the season because this should have... The perfect scenario should have been, for Mercedes anyway, um, Lewis wins the race and Max has either got low points, maybe eighth or ninth, or has no points at all. And that didn't really transpire. And it's kind of like the, the, taking the penalty doesn't even matter. But yeah, it kind of makes you wonder if, if it didn't rain, that it would have stayed in seventh, really, truly. But uh, yeah, go on now. But I think that's the point that Marx is trying to say. Like, Bottas, Max was only behind Bottas for six laps, right? So he effectively didn't affect Max's race whatsoever. And regardless of what happened in the, the wet, um, when the rain started to come, if, if Max is in a worse position or is or has, has has to change his his um his strategy earlier, he doesn't necessarily get a podium. But it it, it doesn't have that he's too far back in order for him to affect to get a podium. 
the fact that Bottas has allowed him the opportunity to, to race up into a position where he could get points, decent amount of points, and the luck of the rain has caused havoc in order for him to literally sneak through the back door into to second place is it's, it's a sad indictment on, on on Bottas and his ability to be a team player and it's 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 shocking but credit where credit is due max max is he's, he's he's really doing everything he can to become world championship it's not gonna happen but he really is doing this rain yeah there was a yeah we talk about pivotal moments and as you said was that raining he was paris pitted first came out in front of him but he would have been paid at the time before Everyone's asking, all right, are they going to do the um, the, the route? But as I said in the chat, there's no point because Perez on fresh tires. Then I think Alonso took him as well, so he would have been, I think, fifth. And the clear was chasing down, down as well. So had it not been for the rain, he probably would have finished sixth, maybe even seventh. Did, um, and the overtook him. Yeah, the club overtook him. I think it was seven. Yeah, he was he was yeah. in P7. He, he was so really struggling seven. at that point yeah. when Alonso and Leclerc yeah. overtook him. So the rain was kind tires, of massive. His tires were gone. His tires were gone at that point. Yeah, it was seven. Yeah. So yeah, no, it could it, it, it be pivotal because I think Hamilton would have probably still got in top three without the rain, and he would, have, as you said, he would have gotten what three, four points. And obviously, when you work it out differently, the point difference may not be the same. But yeah, just mentally knowing that you've come from second, from last to second, is a massive mental boost versus last to maybe ninth and your positive rival got first. So that's why I think this could potentially be pivotal in Max's mind that, all right, we could maybe do this. Not that wanting to, but he may think he can now. Yeah, no, it was a brilliant performance for me and Max, to be fair, you know, to get from last to second, even if you could say change the conditions did play in his favour, because he was stuck behind on himself for quite a while, but what it is, the game is the game. Um, JL, talk to me about your boy Charles, had the best start out to anyone, and then somehow didn't want to pit and ended up 15th, talk to me. Charles is, he's not Ferrari, right? Charles is like a living embodiment of Ferrari. Where <laughs> I think you'll be a close now. <laughs> you know, Sam is very close to the camera. Yeah. You want to know about Leclerc? The streets want to know. Oh, oh, so, oh, good start. Oh, um, good start. I, I said at the start from 19 up to like 11. Then naturally, Maxwell took him uh, to pass the car. Then he just kept on with, kept on with Max, cutting through the grid. Um, I think well, at, the, at one point, I think Alonso, uh, Max, uh, Leclerc, and a few others uh, were like 20 lap, 23 laps in on the, on the same tyres. So, time magic was, was doing was well, doing very well. Then, as you said, um, this, the, this, this, the last part of the race, he was, he was chasing down Max, and for some for whatever reason, like Ferrari were, I think there were, I think science was, I think it was science in front of him. So I think that there would have been what, six or seventh, I think. And for whatever reason, Ferrari made the decision to pit science. The videos I've seen, there's one particular video whereby 
Claire's telling is telling his 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 team like he's telling Rory like yo we need to pit. They're like yeah maybe it's up to you X Y and Z. They then make the decision as he's going past the pit entry line to turn to now pit. Now that's just I say. Are we sure? Bodies for Rory. Now you yeah, I saw more footage of uh, Leclerc just kind of ignoring his radio. He just yeah, kind yeah, of no, just no, no. driving mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Yeah. And he got the signs, he went to go on pits as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He got the yeah. uh, cool signs, is pitted, um, it's raining, and he's just driving along like it's a Sunday drive. No, no, that's because it's, um, it's like some bad bitch. No, no. got paid enough stripper dollars. That happened afterwards, yeah, because I said there's, there's, there's other footage whereby he is engineer, having this conversation, and by the time he was told to pit, it was too late. And obviously, Sainz has pitted already, so I don't blame him for it for ignoring them because it was a stupid decision from all parties. Just Ferrari, Ferrari will, will do okay, put himself in a position whereby at one point I was thinking, all right, Sainz will get top, no top three, and Leclerc will probably get top, top five. Wonderful, and yeah, it just like that extra lap um, on on the wet on the mediums, just, just yeah, completely, completely, utterly. Build lucky to not to not completely pin it in the wall, and that sums up Leclerc's race and his season. However, as I said, he's still only five or so points behind Sainz. So once Ferrari fix up and he get through some errors, you have a competitive driver there. Ferrari fix okay, up. Okay, blah blah blah. Ferrari, Ferrari, for Ferrari sure. never fixing on. Anyways, let's talk about Lando's performance. Listen, listen, I'm, 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 I'm a black man who supports an Italian team. Trust me, I know. I know. Rory on never. <laughs> Rory yeah, never. and you shouldn't be. But anyways, <laughs> moving on into why black people shouldn't do certain things. Mahad, talk to you about Lando's performance today. And um, yeah, just to start breaking down for me. Um, Lando was fantastic today. Um, managed to uh, gain a lead on signs and was really just coasting throughout the race and was kind of speaking on the radio, should I go fast, should I go slow? He was in a comfortable position. And then he saw the goat Lewis Hamilton in his mirrors and it got a bit hairy. And then the sky started to turn gray and it started to rain. And this is where I've been like rattling in my mind to kind of decide, okay, who's to blame here in terms of, okay, the rain is coming. Um, McLaren are aware the rain, are coming. The rain is coming. Mac- McLaren has a, re- a bespoke system that can see the rain going over the track. I know they get their feedback from their drivers to say, okay, guys, um, it, it's getting wet here, it's getting slippy and so on. But in my eyes, the pit wall needs to tell you to pit and not just a suggestion of pit. It's box, box getting we're putting inches on and for you for somebody that's okay like lando norris this is this could be possibly be his first ever winning formula one uh he's not really that experienced at leading a race and um you've already had this you had a scenario where you was leading a race last race in monza you needed to just say make an executive decision and you needed to make that decision before mercedes and lewis to pit and put inches on and give you the best chance of winning that race. And guess what? If it doesn't work, you've lost the race to Lewis Hamilton and you're still second. What was what transpired actually was 
Norris telling them guys, nah, I'm staying out here. And then he started to chuck it down. And then he was like Bambi on ice out there. Uh, he did okay the first like couple, two laps or whatever. But then it started going, getting real peak and he kept on going off the track because of how wet it was. And he's on mediums that are used. And he went wide on, I don't know, that exact corner. And Lewis Hamilton, who pitted for Inters because he ignored the first radio, Lewis, but then he actually listened to Mercedes, the second radio, and pitted and put Inters on. And that kind of shows the difference between experiences. It, Lewis is kind of like, okay, maybe I ignored him the first time because he's not pitting. But the second time, that means it's serious. Maybe I need to go in because they know information I don't know. And that's the kind of thing that uh, McLaren needed to do. I, I think it's a failure on McLaren for allowing that to happen. The failure on McLaren as well because you had Danny Ricciardo in a position now he was in front of uh, Lewis Hamilton and you did the worst pit stop I've ever seen. Uh, I think the second worst pit stop, uh, I think the worst pit stop today was um, Perez's one, 8.9 seconds. Ridiculous. Um, Let's get into that, the pit stops. Let's get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they, so you already fucked over Daniel Ricciardo because that's a possible podium right there. And then you, you kind of fucked over Lando. I know, I know Lando is going to say it's a team effort, so on and so on. It was a team decision and so on. But um, the team has to really take the reins and say, look at where McLaren, we've been in Formula 1 for how long? We know how to deal with this situation. Let's coast him through this. And he'll understand at the end because even if he doesn't win the race, you've got P2 comfortable because Lewis and Lando were long gone compared to everybody else. So even if you both pitted and put it in, into zone, your one-two is secured. It, it's just it's just deciding whether which way you go. So for me, um, yes, Lewis won one hundred, but it's kind of bittersweet because we could have got back-to-back wins, and Lando could have got his first win, and it's uh, I feel like it's points thrown away. It's, it's, um, McLaren need to take a long a long hard look at themselves and say, okay. Where did we go wrong here in the debrief? Because that can't happen again. Happen again, especially if we're looking to the future and seeing, okay, uh, we might be fighting for championships um, in the next regulation. So we need to be on point when it comes to this strategy. Yeah, most definitely. Um, it was a great performance from Lando, but you know, I might have for once to take the risk of staying out there, but obviously it didn't pay off. You know, but he's definitely got you know plenty of wins within his career for sure. Anyways, moving on to Sir Lewis Hamilton himself. He's finally done it. 100 wins. Kunle, chat to me. Kunle? Yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> the wine. <laughs> the wine out. Man's getting the, the rose out. You drink from the bottle when you win 100. He's drunk 100 of them. Yes. He's drunk. Mm. Think about it. Think about it. 100 times he's made a certain section of people cry. Just think mm. about this. Mm. Yes. yes. Speak on it. Yes. hundred times. Speak on the king. You know, there's been easy ones. There's been hard ones. There's been, you know, team orders. There's been ridiculous drives. There's been great drives. But, he, I mean, I look, I look back at it and I just... And it feels like Canada Canada was yesterday, like 2007, when he got the first one. And this man has won, every year he's won a race. Every year? Every year. For 15 he's been a down years. For 15 For 15 season. years. 15 15, 15 you know, people. People have come and gone. 
They've come like, and gone. Drivers have come into this port and left. They've left. Speak on it, bro. Retired. You know? Same yeah. man have come to the One sport. championship and done. They've, they've gone. They've gone to go do other, other, other. You know, they've gone to go do other, 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 other series. They do. They're doing comms, and they've come back. Yes. And this man is still winning. Still winning. I mean, it's it's still just winning. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to describe greatness when you're witnessing it because I feel like we we won't appreciate. We won't appreciate it fully. We won't take it fully until years down the line and you think about it and you say, this nigga really won 100 races. You know? I don't think white people will be saying that. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think white people are saying that. I don't want to hear white people say that, by the way. But... Um, but is one hundred races is, and and I saw I saw a start on Twitter, and that's like, apparently that's like nine point five percent of the total F one races. Almost yeah, almost ten percent. Almost ten percent of a whole, of a whole sport. Mm-hmm. Right. And he is the sport, bro. Certain drivers ain't got hundred starts, you know. And I f- mm. I feel like. We take. I feel like we just take this greatness in a way. We take it for granted. It's almost like, you know, certain man has been saying hundreds not gonna happen. When was hundred gonna happen? Mm. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. It's Lewis don't Hamilton, worry. man. You know, and I don't want to sound like a certain part of Twitter, but this man, he dressed. He dressed well. You know, it was you know was you not the Met Gala the other day. Yeah, it was it was up doing so fashion. It was oh. up doing fashion. You know, he has a he has a lo- he has a lovely dog. He looks after his dog. He loves his family. Shout out Roscoe. Shout you know, Roscoe, my G. He held it down for a while. You know, he come and it comes to the track. He's got braids. He's got full hair. Even certain man that don't even have that much hair trying to dunk on him, saying he's never gonna get hundred. And it's come. Mm. <laughs> 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 you know, yo, 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 fuck no. it, man. I'm gonna have, to, gonna have to just get into it now. I just, you man, I is, yeah, you know, hundred times, hundred times this man has made me, it's just, it's made my Sunday a hundred times. Let's keep it that way. Major proud wow. black man, yes. And, yes. you know, accolades for the gold, for the wins. Last week, we reviewed the Schumacher um, documentary, right? And some people, this is the living goal. This is the this is the goal to goals. And even he does have a hundred wins. Like we are, as you said, we are witnessing something that we probably won't. Yeah, that we won't. We can't process it until after he retires. Because I don't think anyone, I could be wrong, who knows, mm, will get anywhere near that again. Mm, I don't think it's just the consistency. Like even even 2009 when McLaren had a shit car, he still won races. You know, even when he was having even he had Mercedes, bad, 2013 Mercedes, he still, he still won, won a race. race. You know, he, he had the bad moments. He had he had moments in McLaren where he felt like he didn't want to be in F1 no more. He wasn't really he wasn't really putting up those performances. But even in those years. He was still winning races, and that's just 
put the man in any car that can win a race and it would win a race. And that's just it. Like, I wouldn't want anyone else driving for me if I had a team when there's Lewis Hamilton available. And that's just credit to what he's done. So shout out to him, man. I hope he enjoys it. It might be hard to enjoy it because it's still at the battle. You know, there's still a whole championship battle. But regardless of how this season goes, again, I said it earlier, he's the, you know, he's got two triples, 100 plus poles. And now he's got 100 wins. And I don't know. I feel like this might just take the weight off and you just see him go brazy for the rest of the year. I don't know if, I don't know if he can go brazy for the rest of the year. I don't know if Mercedes have a car that was going to make him go brazy, but we, I just love to see it. I'm just glad. I agree. I think he's a weight off his shoulders. I think he kind of really wanted this um, uh, over the past couple of weeks. And he, because he wasn't quite getting it, and sometimes just near missing it, especially at Monza, um, he also had that chance at Spa where he possibly could have gone and, if the race actually happened, he could have gone on for it. But yeah, man, it's good. it's a weight off his shoulders, and he's got 100 wins now. Hopefully, he's a bit more free in the way he's driving, and he could be a bit more aggressive and um, take on Max Verstappen to go get number eight, because that's next on the agenda for us, for us all. 100 wins, 100 poles, 100 plus podiums. Lewis, Ham- Sir Lewis Hamilton, the Centurion. Sir Lewis, the Centurion. What's his name? Is it William or James or something like that? His hmm? middle name. Is that middle name? It's Carl Davidson or something. Carl, Carl Davidson. David, Carl Davidson. Call him the Hundred Man. Yeah. Louis Hundred. Louis Hundred Hamilton. Hundred Man. Hmm. Yes. Yes. yes so Louis Carl yes. Davidson Hamilton, MBE, hmm. member of the British Empire, whatever that means. I think it is. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, man. Yeah, let's let's not keep it political here. Anyways. Yeah, we're never let's we're, never, to... we're never getting invited anywhere. Let's just <laughs> Oh well. Oh well, fuck it. Anyways, let's move on to the most anticipated part of uh, the episode today. Let me give you a little little riddle, little riddle for set set the set the mood. Here's the initials AP. But he reps a man who wears an RM. He's been slandering Lewis lately. But on today's part, he is absent. Who am I talking about? He's apparently partying in Dublin. He's partying. Anik, Anik Percival Palmer. Boys, I know you're eager to tap in. So I'm going to set the alley up. Mahad, do what you need to do. Cook this done. Um, for listeners and viewers, um, you may be confused. You're like, okay, why are we putting Anik in court and why is he not actually? Actually, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, got something just to set the set the okay. Go ahead, Richard. Got evidence from the WhatsApp group chat of why we'll put on a Anik in a Supreme Court. Anna Anik goes on the 9th of September, bro. We've been saying Lewis to get 100 every race, also on the 9th of September. This is banned from now. I do not want to hear Lewis and 100 in the same sentence. 11th of September. SMH. Don't want to hear Lewis and 100, man. Yesterday. Lewis ain't touching podium. Friday. It's okay, bro. Lewis still, people still think Lewis is getting went 100. Yesterday also. As I told you, 100 wins won't happen. 
just yes. Can you repeat that last statement again? Repeat the last statement. I want the listeners to hear this. I want wait, the wait, listeners wait, wait, to hear it. Last statement. Just for listeners, this doesn't just happen in December. We got July the sixteenth. We may never see LH forty four hit a hundred wins. Mm. That's Damn. in July. Mm. And he's been keeping us up up until mm. yesterday at four thirty. No, sorry, two thirty four p.m. Yesterday, no, yeah, or something today. No, 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 I'm saying how how long he's been keeping it up for. Just yesterday, two thirty four p.m. Lewis ain't touching podium, as I told you. A hundred wins won't happen. Just yesterday, and twenty four hours later, he got a hundred win. Mm. Mahad, talk to them. Talk to these ends. Oh, for for uh, a gentleman that proclaims that he is a Lewis Hamilton stan, a Lewis Hamilton fan. I've never seen an aura of negativity like this in my entire life regarding Lewis Hamilton. Why, why, where is the lack of respect? Why is there a lack of respect for a seven-time world champion? A man that has won a hundred wins, has a hundred wins, a hundred poles. For you to think that he would not ever get a hundred wins, what is the perception of the man of Lewis Hamilton from Annex eyes to, for him to even comprehend such foolishness? It is, it's, it's baffling to me that so for me i personally check the group chat and he's continually speaking hyperbole about lewis hamilton not getting win 100 um it's not happening so on and so on he declared a, a transfer from being a mercedes fan to being a ferrari fan as if he's a footballer mm. on transfer deadline mm. this, these are not mm. actually somebody, that mm. be somebody that is supporting lewis hamilton Mm. And uh, is a Lewis Hamilton stand and think he's the greatest driver of all time. Mm. Um, there, there, there is being cautious. I understand and kind of like protecting yourself from what could go wrong. But to think that okay, eight is not coming or hundred is not coming and so on, and be quite open about it, and in front of people that are Lewis Hamilton fans as well, and proclaiming, do we have somebody? It's like Scooby Doo. You know, we you know when you get the villain at the end and we're like, oh, who's the person that's been hating on Lewis Hamilton the whole time? Oh, it's the guy that was pretending to be a Lewis Hamilton fan. We've revealed <laughs> Anik. We've revealed it. If you're watching, and you're going to cut away with it. We're going to post this picture <laughs> on Twitter. It's on, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see we have revealed the traitor. Let's see who you really are. Oh, shit. It's Anik. So he's a Lewis Hamilton fan with the mask on. And when you take the mask off, it's a Leclerc fan. And we found him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> got him. Got him. And, it, and it gets even worse as well because he's been, you know, moving back and forth from McCann Ferrari, which is absolutely egregious. It's basically the football comes have gone from Liverpool to United constantly. <laughs> I just think it's so apparently because I, I just think it's disgusting that he has declined to come on today to defend mm. himself. Declined to come into court so we can do sh- do shakara with um, I, I, then, some Savion Blanc in Dublin. I can't exactly. believe it. I actually can't believe it. Exactly. Do shakara shakara with Savion Blanc. He's evading. He's evading justice, and in today's mm, climate, mm, that's mm. not a good thing to do, right? So he mm, needs to mm, come. Mm. And, and collect Don't worry, he, his command is coming. It's coming. Mm. We will this get is a pro Lewis Hamilton podcast, and we have a traitor among us. 
So, and it's them, so it's it's them it's the viewers, people that uh, talk to us, interact with us on, on Twitter and so on. We love you all. Um, please, please, please provide justice from my nice skipping bell at the moment. Anik Percival Palmer. Mm. We'll put his wanted poster Most, up. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put APB yeah. out, that man. You know what is nasty? Mm. 9.47 a.m. 9.47 a.m. Canadian time. I wake up. You know, Friday night, man was out. I wake mm. up at 9.47 a.m. I look at my phone. You're sleeping on for Saturday. Saturday. On Saturday. <laughs> 9.47 a.m. on a Saturday. You know, I'm meant to be chilling in bed, you know, doing some house cleaning. The first thing I see on my phone is, that 100 Club is looking a bit bleak, eh? I'm like... How can he not be able to get into a club that he's made? And I told Anik, I told Anik, Anik, come out, you know, come defend yourself. Come outside. You know, it's like, come out. But that man said, nah, I just touched down Dublin. and I'm going to a party. Anik definitely packed the bag quickly so he can leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. I don't man. understand just how you whoop. got to Dublin. Dublin, how long is a flight from here, from London to Dublin? Like an hour, right? An yeah. hour and a half or so many minutes. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that means he probably saw the race start and was like, I got to go, you know. I got it. No, no, no. Yeah. He saw the race start. I'm quite confident. He's, he yeah. he replied to one of the tweets where I said Lewis is going to win, and he said low because of the, the poor start Lewis had. So he was quite confident at the beginning, and then as stuff started to transpire, he disappeared. He <laughs> he, he was like osmosis. He was just vapor in the air. And, and that's and that's why for those for those of you who saw Anik's name on the on the Mazepin of the Day award, this is why you now know why. Now you know why. So we don't even need to do the Mazepin a day award today because it's it's Anik. You may want to give it to somebody else. No, unanimous. You know, Anik Anik Stroll, same person. Yes, the same guy. Maybe we have both had dad issues. Yeah, both rich. Yeah, same. Oh, oh, I'm dead. Let's be fair. Anik, Anik, we do love you. We'll visit you from prison. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, bang your but anytime Lewis wins, tell the whole block, hold the whole wing. Go bang your doors. You just be in synchronization with them. Yo, bang your doors. Lewis has won again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because boy, you're going to be in, you'll be doing a bed. That's what you're going to be doing. You'll be doing your cellmate's moss. Both these men are banged up. 24 hours. Hey, listen, my crimes have never been that bad. Man. My crimes have never been that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, both, you're, both, you're both Lewis starters. What can we say? I'm not a doubter. I'm not a doubter. I was defending. Mm. Let, let the streets decide. Let the streets decide. The streets. Mm. I, I got, I got, when Anik was arguing mm. about 100 wins, I was there defending Lewis. 
saying okay. he will get a hundred wins. Okay. I'm just yeah, but I you will still slander him, Lewis. I will, yeah, I will like a like a tough parent. I will say when I notice some things that you're doing wrong, I just... will come out and say it. I'm a okay. I'm a very tough, strict parent. Oh, Are you like that with your actual kids is as well? The grenade thing. Yeah, maybe. I Your fellow countrymen, you want to be harsh with them. Yeah, Lewis, you want a hundred congratulations, man. And it's gonna be hard on him. He's the greatest. He's the greatest um, Grenadian athlete that uh, has ever been. Well, partially. Well, she knows some Grenada who's like, don't you? All, all um, four men. All four men. Granny James in 400 meters, bruv. He's won gold medal. I swear he won, he won one gold that he dipped. No, but, no he got injured. Oh, Rosberg. <laughs> he did a Rosberg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> he got the world title. He got the Olympic gold. Good lady, Rosberg, then... yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm nah, joking. He, he, he shout out Grenada, man. Shout out the Grenadians. Shout out all the Grenadians, man. Yeah, yeah. All the grenades, shouts all them. Anyways, <laughs> you know what? Can we talk about Perez real quick? Because I don't. Know hey, what Perez is getting um, messed up. He's getting effed over by his team, man. It's it's getting controversial. No, now. Uh, listen, Eight point nine um, second pit stop. Man might as well have got out of the car. The fact of matter is, Horner came out and said it the other day. I don't know if it was a mistake, but he said it. He said the car is made for Max's strengths, so you can't put, you can't put it on the second driver no more. Like I, we we can apologize to Gasly, to Albon and um, Perez because it's clear now they just do it for Max and it's, it's not going to work for any other driver. It's not no. going to work for any other driver. Max F, Max FC, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Max Ball. That's it. It's Max Ball. That is that is nasty. My God. <laughs> right, anyways, let's move on to driver of the day and just quickly get everyone's well, driver of the day, really. Mahad, who's your driver of the day? Um, my driver of the day is Lando Norris, even though whatever happened happened. I think, um, for 95% of the race, yeah, he was the best driver on the red, and uh, just. <sighs> Um, it's unfortunate what happened. So uh, I know people will think that's controversial. They'll probably think Lewis or or um, Signs or so on or Max or whatever. But I'm going for Lando. So that's my choice personally. Cool. Nam, who's your driver there? Uh, Lando. I think he um he led the race. What 51, 51 laps. I mean, it's no no mean feat. So. Yeah, it's just just wrong decision making at the towards the end that caused him to um to uh, essentially lose lose this race and not even make the podium. Um so yeah, I'd ask him and probably I'd say Lewis, I can't give it to Max because I just can't do it. <laughs> That's fair. Jail, use your use your job today. Oh it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be Lando. I, I was going to be shameless and good at science, but I can't justify it. So I can't do max. So um, yeah, listen, 51 out of 53 laps with leading. Lost due to immaturity from his end, from the, the team's end. That doesn't take away from, from what he did, which was a strong. I mean, at one point he was 10 seconds leading, um, 10 seconds ahead leading lead, lead the race. So he, he, he dominated. 
what he's trying to do. Okay, Maltz? Um, Fernando for the absolute shithousery that he performed today. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, but no, Lando. Lando, I think, um, great drive. Um, and he, he's he been great all weekend, so he's the only one. But honourable cool. to Fernando. Um, cool. um, for me, it's a toss up between Lando and um, Alonso purely because of Lando was phenomenal, you know, in the dry. He always felt like he had that measure he could defend when he was when he needed to, and you know, throughout when Lewis was pushing, he would close up the gap. And in the last sector, he just pull out like 0.2 or almost half a second and open up that gap again and even even shut out any possibilities of the um, excuse me it shut out the possibilities of the rs you know when lewis was chasing and you know he when he was even when he was chasing science when Chai, when science got him at the start saved his tires for a bit and then went for attack and got him so i i feel i feel like he drove he drove a very good race up until up until the up until the the rain and even I think he got away with getting it from getting a penalty as well because he only got a reprimand. So if he hadn't, if he had gotten a penalty, maybe he wouldn't be my driver of the day because because you don't, you know, you're going into a pit, you know, you don't cross the white line of the pit lane. And Alonso also, Alonso also had a solid race, you know. Felt like he was in a lonely race, but when he needed to pass go past people, he did that and he held his position. And yeah, but overall, based on the driving and Everything I feel, I feel like Lando deserves to be driver of the day. Okay, cool. Um, don't think there's any points in the Stephen Maspin awards because obviously that's on it. But um, yeah. You know, anyways, listeners, thanks for tuning in, watching, whatever. You know, that's all for today. And um, don't forget to obviously like, subscribe. You know, comments. You know, tell us how you really feel. You know, tell us. You know. How you feel about Anik being, you know, obviously getting a Mazepin award, him, him facing, him skipping calls as well, you know, that's illegal, you know, and it's not really, you know, being a good Lord of Man citizen. You know, yeah, tell us in the comments, at us at Pissed Off Rackers, both on Twitter and Instagram, and yeah, we'll see you until next time. Peace. PDR, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast Network.